Chapter 1 London, England Thursday, March 27th, 11.14 p.m. My name is Becca Moore, and I'm, tick, tick, a time bomb. Now, if I were a funny person, just saying I'm a time bomb would be pretty hilarious. Like, ha ha ha, and your head falls off. But I'm not a funny person. To prove it, I'll tell you what I did today. Straight from the beginning, through the bloody noses, the actual heads coming off, the mysterious black BMW, the blind man with a torch, and all the way to the falling man. Men. Falling men. Unfunny. Truly. Except maybe for the exploding rental car. That was a minor riot. Not for Archie Doyle, of course. But then he was trying to kill us at the time, so he probably deserved it. Anyway, you decide what's funny and what's not. It's nighttime now, but I'll start with this morning, a little more than 12 hours ago, and the old boat by the river. London. End of March. 10.30-something a.m. Gray sky. Cool, not cold, with a light sprinkling rain. But it's England, so what do you expect? Sunshine was promised for later, and it eventually came. But not here, not this morning. They were all with me. Wade Kaplan, his cousin Lily, his stepbrother, Daryl, Daryl's mom, Sarah, Wade's father, Roald. Next to my family, these are the people I love most in the world. Julian Aykroyd was there, too. Julian is the son of the super-rich writer Terence Aykroyd, who is helping us search for the relics. Julian was the one who met us at Westminster Abbey this morning and told us about the boat they dug up at the river, and how Galena Krause's personal archaeologist, Marcus Wolf, was spotted snooping around it. I know I'm telling this way too fast. That's because my heart is hammering my ribs. I'm shaking like a leaf, and I have to get the story out before it's too late. Except that by now, after staring down from the top of an old church tower at night, I know that it's already too late, though it wasn't yet, not this morning. I know, I know, I get it. This is a mess. I'll try to slow down. Breathe, Becca. Breathe. So, Julian's limo dropped us off on Lower Thames Street, not too far from the Tower of London. If you look at a map, you'll see where I'm talking about. We were near the Cannon Street Underground Station. We hadn't seen the black car yet. We eased down the gentle slope of streets between the financial buildings to a place named Hanseatic Walk. There are lots of walks along the river. This one meant nothing to me this morning. It meant everything later on. By the time we reached the Thames, a big crowd had gathered on the embankment. The river is a wide green snake that slithers through the heart of London, splitting it in two. You can see that on maps, too. How did they discover the boat? Wade asked Julian as we pressed closer. A city repair crew testing the drains uncovered the remains yesterday, Julian told us. They called archaeologists right away, who have already found traces of amber. First report is that the cargo might have been amber from the Baltic, maybe early 16th century. Julian is a few years older than us, 17, has long blonde hair, is handsome, and is very techy, like Lily. As if to prove it, they each took out their phones and tablets and snapped pictures while the rest of us just gawked. 
The narrow stretch of sand below the embankment wall had already been transformed into a makeshift archaeological site. A waist-high wall of sandbags was set around the site to keep the water back, while inside the perimeter, a grid of wooden stakes had been pounded into the ground, with strings woven around the stakes to form a section of perfect squares. The tidiness of the past. Tidiness? Maybe I am funny. <laughs> Slews of city officials, government types, and sightseers have all swarmed down here to see what's been found, Julian said, jostling for a better view. It might have been a flat-bottomed boat discovered here, Roald said, trying to see over the heads. Between us and the dig site, there could have been 200 people or more. Barges are a big part of Tim's traffic, aren't they? Absolutely, said Julian. He knew because he'd lived in London. Larger ships dock downriver. Barges have always brought cargo to and from the city. Daryl nodded slowly. Copernicus lived on the Baltic Sea. If Marcus Wolf is interested in this barge, then Galena Kraus and the Order are interested. And if they're involved, it's got to be part of the relic hunt.